Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. As your no-sub crew has been doing this for a month month straight now. As we're on our number four pay-per-view out of five. As this week we we will be discussing WWF's Armageddon. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm along, sit here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And the ch 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 chosen one, Mike Boop. Cornhusk and Slapnut. You know, I'm, I'm kind of getting sick and tired of uh, being called that lately. I don't know what I did. It's easy. You were being a Cornhusk and Slapnut. Oh, look. Enough's enough. It's Johnny Stainface. Jesus Christ. Jimmy same face. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Jimmy. John's the guy who still work. <laughs> December 10th of the year 2000. We're in Birmingham, Alabama. That's unfortunate. Oh, what a what a former hotbed for pro wrestling though. When the when the uh, And Jim Crow. When the Fullers had it. When old long dick Colonel Parker and his brother were running Alabama. Were those Fullers also making more than El Dandy? Uh, very much so. All those motherfuckers. We were those in dicks don't pay them, you feed themselves. We were in the Birmingham Jefferson Convention Complex. That's awesome. More places like that nowadays, at, please. At, that is what it's called now, but at the time it was the Birmingham it was Civic Center Even, at the time. It's fine, too. Jesus. What if it was called the Jim Crow Arena? Uh, I mean, there's probably stuff somewhere that's called the Jim Crow Arena. Uh, the tagline for Probably this is, for this uh, show was "Lord, I'm coming home to you." Oh no, they definitely pimped out that sound alike "Sweet Home Alabama" as much as they could. As however, Jr. kept saying it. I think it was a I think it was a cover. That's how they got around it. However, maybe my well, not maybe my all time favorite pay per view theme is this show's with that Doors wannabe song, "The End." This guy the called end it this uh, cranberries ass music video they're playing here. This is the, the end. You know, you can, friend, you, know who, who, you know who did that song, oh, right? Jim Johnston. Yeah, right? Jim Johnston. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, it's called The End, and it's the Judgment Day uh, theme. That's there's what, a lot of. They do a lot of songs that sound like bands, but that is a dead on Doors and Jim Morrison sound alike. I mean, that is phenomenal. If you didn't know any better, you'd think that was The Doors. Oh, but I you love didn't it. know? No, yeah, I, I, that was a good, uh, good uh, intro. The but end is here. But we're getting there first. But Corey, how did we get to our uh, fourth straight pay per view? Well, three weeks ago, uh, Stone Cold killed a man, but not really. And Kurt Angle beat uh, five guys, but not really. And then this past week in England, Kurt Angle beat four guys, but not really. And so now we're here, and we just put all of them together in a cage because fuck it, why not? Because lazy booking. It is. And I will tell you this. This is the this is maybe, in my opinion, the standard bearer when you want to showcase a one match card. You're not wrong. Holy fuck. This is 2011 boxing pay-per-views is what this is. You buy that shit for many minute and do anything else for the, the three hours beforehand. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, right. So it sounds like we're already trashing it before, and Joe looks less than pleased. No, no, no. Let's shall we get well, into it? Well, he's a slap nut. So. Should we get into it though? Yes, we should. All right. Well, the sooner we start it, the sooner we finish it. There we go. So uh, the pay per view goes thusly. Uh, we start off with the uh, I like this Jeff Mac infusion. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. 
I'll continue it, I guess. Be a star. <laughs> uh, we start off. Before. Yeah. Speaking of Jeff Mack, did you see him put himself over on Twitter this morning? Uh, I have not. Comparing himself to Jeff Cobb in the G1, saying it's great to be Big Jeffs in Japan. Uh, of course he did. At least he's not like Jeff Hardy. No, no. <laughs> of, of course he of did. Of course he did. Way to go, Jeff. Be a star. Cobb likes pie. Uh... We start off with a promo with the war footage with the superstars mixed in with their battles to the song called The End by Jim Johnston, which you can find on... Or The Doors. Or, or, or Zombie. Or Zombie. By The Cranberries. But, but specifically that song is on there. I, I, I forgot to check, but I was wondering if, it was, if uh, the cock played... Yeah, that, they own it. Yeah, yeah. They, it's they, Jim Johnston's song. They own it. They so. own a lot of things that they still don't use, so... I digress. Uh, Titan, the stage today is a Titantron with destroyed cars and stack of barrels on the side. Didn't make sense. Because uh, it's Armageddon. How boring. This is like the third, this is like the third pay-per-view in a row. Or not in a row, but third year in a row. They've had a pay-per-view. Oh, fuck faces here. Impact main announcer. Um, uh, as we, as you guys mentioned, what are we watching so we can... Uh, uh Rick Flores last match. There it is. Because we hate ourselves. That's right. Uh, yeah, but that has nothing to do with this. Yeah, this stage sucks, man. This one? Well, no, there's no, Armageddon. This one, Armageddon sucks. This one's better than Armageddon. Uh, this is the third year in a row that they found a way to just use cheap-ass old ladies' cars and just pile them up on each other and lazily call it a, a fucking ramp. How many like, of them are finks? Our, this, is our, this is our entrance ramp. How many of them are finks? Uh, <laughs> Probably all. <laughs> destroyed ones. But it's, it's lazy to me. It's and, like, uh, and, of, and, of course, like, now... Like uh, that, that, uh, that. I was like, "Well, that's wide." Well, there's definitely something coming down. I mean, there. I mean, there's a giant. You can land a plane in that motherfucking aisle. Uh, you uh, digress. Which uh, the aisle ray that won uh, that SummerSlam too? That SummerSlam <laughs> yeah. did. That Same wasn't that wasn't wide. Lat- it's long. The other one, the real uh, current SummerSlam, is not wide. It's long. It was both. And having a, a, a tractor go down that. That's some tight driving there. Uh, commentary team is one good old JR and Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, we go to earlier today with Mick Foley uh, saying if someone seriously gets hurt, he will resign as commissioner. Uh, backstage, a limo shows Which up. Which pretty much guarantees someone's getting hurt. hurt. There it is. As it's going to be, a uh, limo shows up, and it's Vince. Briscoe and Patterson are there to help him out. Uh, Brisk- the weather here sucks, Vince. Briscoe brings up that the cage is hanging above the ring, and Vince says, not for long. Did you guys catch it as they were walking into the arena? Like, oh, that's a weird truck just sitting there in the background. That's strange. Well, I catch it later on. It was there when he walked in. I was like, oh, huh. I didn't catch Remember, it. Remember, he thinks fans who watch are idiots. So they would put obvious things that right there. like red flags. That doesn't yeah. make sense being there. What the hell is that giant uh, hay-filled truck doing there? It, it comes across during, uh, the, I think, the hardcore match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our first match tonight, guys. It's going to be uh, the Hardy Boys with Lita versus the uh, and Lita uh, versus the uh, Radicals of Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, and Eddie Guerrero. Uh, we get a recap of why this match is happening. Lita and uh, Dean's date interrupted by the Hardys beating up Dean at the hotel. Does that one date justify this match? Uh, what do the other four people have to do with it? Uh, Benoit hitting her. In, uh, <laughs> she was just standing by the door. Yeah, that's true. But they he's not even in this match. Do need to get on the pay-per-view? Do they? Well, if you have all your main event guys in one match, I'd probably want to put the Hardy Boys on pay-per-view. 
Well, you could have like the Hardys versus uh, Eddie and Saturn, and then have Lita and Dean in a separate match. Because that makes more sense for the storyline. The other four have nothing to do with this. Uh, well, probably just to get them on stage. Especially because that's how it works out anyways. But, you know, more on that in a minute. Well, by the way, there was a heat match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sky Too Hottie defeating D'Lo Brown. I trust that you watched it. Uh, I could not find it. I don't know what you're talking about. At least kayfabe us. I did watch it. Uh, D'Lo <laughs> came out. too late after admitting uh, you did. D'Lo came out to oh, no. Yeah. He, he came out to no pop. Um... Uh, <laughs> hey, you can't just you can't just say things you know are true and then you pass can't it off. Just be like, watch. to the best of my recollection, I watched Heat. <laughs> to the best of my recollection, I walked out with the belt, brother. Uh, <laughs> I think Tiger Ali scene got booed. Scotty hit the worm and Bulldog, and he won. I saw, I watched it. That was not what happened. Damn it! Scotty might get a rock bottom. They went an hour. It was a Broadway, sir. Well, that's our match. D'Lo hit a really high on the neck powerball. Well, that might be why because uh, Scotty started a fire for some reason. It was weird. That might be why because the um, time on the wiki is no, it's not there, so there's no time. It's because it went too long. There was no it went numbers so, have been uh, numbers have been invented. They go that high. It went so long that time ceased to be a factor. <laughs> and the end is near. For one, I want to say Eddie Guerrero as he's wearing now a singlet under. Uh, yeah, this is, this is well on the top of one at least. Uh, I mean. I mean, it's not going to matter. Uh, the end is not near. No, it's still quite a while away. Yeah, actually, really, yeah, like half a year. Yeah, so you, we we go wow. through mania. Wow. Okay. Well, you just, it feels like the end the, is near. The down the the him going. Oh, yeah, down. it's already started. The downside. Yeah, the downside is getting more and more because yeah. he's now like, wearing a singlet. He's wearing a singlet above his long jean, uh, long uh, pants. Then he wears shirts sometimes, he, or it's just if like, he took yeah. the shirt off the singlet, he just looks like he did when he came in in ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, that's all he's wearing now. Um, I think it's because he's one. He's hurt. The <coughs> part of the back is hurt, and I don't think he's working out as he was. It's because he's added bulk since coming to WWF, not, not in the right way. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think he's been able to work out, so he's not as built. He's more puffy. Yeah. And you know how uh, Vince feels about that. So. Well, he's, he's SOL. I mean, this is a guy who famously went on TV with a guy who was injured. And, Mocked his small body because he couldn't afford, he couldn't work out or risk injuring himself again. But he still mocked him on national television in front of a crowd. Who was that? Randy Orton huh. in 03. Yeah, when he came back. Um, oh, no, 08. Before he came back with the new music and the tattoos, all he, uh, he was on TV. They brought him back one week, and Vince came out on TV and fucking verbally berated him and made fun of him for losing muscle. Even though he was wearing a long sleeve shirt too, like to hide it, and Vince came out and just punked him on TV. So he wouldn't let a serious face. injury like that stop him from building weights. Be a star, right? Hmm. So next time you saw Orton, he had tats all up his arms, and the head was shaved. A totally different guy. To- Legend Killer was gone as of that day. Uh, Still alive in my heart, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jeff does a crossbody to Malenko and Eddie. Uh, Eddie goes for the top rope, Frankenstein on Jeff, but Jeff holds the turnbuckle. So and Eddie goes to the mat. Lita, so Hardy. Lita hits the twist of fate on Eddie, and Jeff hits the swanton to eliminate Eddie. Uh, Jeff hits the whisper in the wind on Malenko and goes for on Saturn. Saturn catches him and hits the DVD Death Valley Driver on Jeff to eliminate him. Matt counters a head scissors into a sidewalk slam and then uh, hits the second turnbuckle leg drop. Matt hits the twist of fate on Saturn and eliminates him. 
Terry gets in the ring and slaps Matt, but Lita spears her. Malenko runs in and uh, runs Matt into Lita and rolls up Matt to eliminate him, leaving us down to Malenko and Lita. Uh, Lita with the head scissors takedown, then the top rope moonsault for a two, then she DDTs Malenko. Malenko hits a superplex on Lita, then Malenko goes for the cover, but decides now pulls Lita up. Uh, Malenko pulls Lita up and clotheslines her multiple times and then uh, uh, hits her with a back elbow. Then she, he puts Lita in the Texas Cloverleaf and Lita taps. Eight minutes and six seconds. After the match, Hardy's come back down to chase Malenko away. Uh, then Cole, Michael Cole comes out of nowhere to talk to Lita and she does the Rocky talk of, I know I can beat him. I know I can beat him. Because that's what we need is more of this match. Uh, it was my match of the night on the on the war stories, but and I've never forgiven you for it. <laughs> That's fine. Um, <laughs> I noticed something during this match, like in current wrestling, super kicks. You know, I've just gone out of their mind, right? Yes. It's not a, a global wrestling issue, but it is a hardest match issue. But they do seventy-five twist of fates per match. I'm like, oh my god, can you guys yeah, do any other fucking they move? Overdo it. I gave it two and a quarter. Crowd is hot, and that helped this match. What didn't help was the believability factor of any of these three men selling for Lita. It's Gino <clears throat> Bueno. I thought that the match was okay. It's your simple, you know, hey, what we discussed before this match. Hey, we have a feud with Lita and Milenko. Let's get everybody on the card. I know it's Vince Russo-like, but I would have, like... I would have purposely fucked it up and had those guys out early, so it, like, ended up being Saturn and Matt Hardy. For no reason other than just fuck, you know, fuck it. Totally Vince Roof, so totally anti mm-hmm. against everything that makes sense. It actually would have worked if you had like somehow knocked Lita out and Dean just picked her up and carried her to the back, like Hogan and Liz. Yeah, uh, uh, Stephanie Angle. That's right. Dean Malenko and Matt Hardy, the new Mega Powers. <laughs> brother, 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 dude. Let's go backstage with Lillian Garcia <laughs> with Kurt Angle. As uh, he's working Kurt out, as season. Kurt's ba- uh, working out, Lita tries to ask, ask him some questions. Uh, Angle says he doesn't have uh, uh, doesn't like the fact that she's stopping him from training. Angle asks if she's Bulgarian because he's beat people from all nations to, for the gold uh, to win the gold medal. Uh, Angle says he isn't sweating anyone in the match. Uh, Angle doesn't feel like he should be in a brutal match or in front of inbreed Hicks. And after the match, after he wins, he's going to hit the showers, have some milk, and leave the stinking town. And uh, if you guys loved this pointless long interview, uh, buckle in. <sighs> yeah. More of that to come. Because another factor of this being a one-match show is Jesus. they don't bother to give a lot of those matches any time. So there's a lot of drawn-out <sighs> interviews and video packages yep. just to stretch and this fucking show out. And, oh well, don't worry. God. We get a recap of... Uh, uh, Triple H and Mick Foley in the Hell in a Cell. We get Hell in a Cell highlights all night, leading up to how brutal this match really is. Uh, our next match is for the European Championship, as it's going to be William Regal versus Hardcore Holly. Uh, Regal knows the fans will cheer for Holly because he's from Alabama. Regal says that he cares for them and you know has some advice for them. One, use a handkerchief. Two. It's fine to wear overalls, but wash them once a week. It's fine to love farm animals, but loving them, you should stop that way. Uh, As he gets to four, Holly interrupts him. Unacceptable here. Uh, 
Holly, uh, uh, Regal puts Holly in the bow and arrow. Uh, Regal has him on the back uh, as Regal, uh, Holly's across his knees, laying on the back. Uh, Regal goes for the double arm underhook, but Holly uh, picks him up and just falls backwards. Um, Holly hits a top rope leg drop. Holly goes for the uh, jump. It's the Alabama jam, sir. The Alabama jam. Uh, yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir, it is. Holly goes to the jumping Hurricane Rana, but Regal catches him and power bombs him. Uh, Regal puts Holly in the oh, Regal stretch, God. but Holly is able to get to the ropes. Holly hits Regal with the forearm, but then Raven comes out and hits the even flow on uh, Holly. Regal, Regal makes the cover for the win. Five minutes. My line of the night was in this match where the JR was talking about Hardcore Holly being from Alabama. And he said, or they are the king. And he said that uh, they have four million people and fifteen last names. <laughs> <laughs> Again, two and a quarter. Give these two fifteen with no BS, and I'm all for it. That's what I'm saying. This was a nice little tease. And I'm not sure. Not sure why Raven fits into. Not this. sure what they're cooking up with Raven, except for maybe a Raven Holly feud. But against Diff. Yeah, yeah. But yes. Just give us Regal and Harlem. Holly, man, what are we doing? Just let them go. Especially on this card. Let them have 15 you and You got go. time. Yeah. No, you got to get this. You got to get that Taker promo in about the cell later on. Uh, TED Talk? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's no, Dead Talk. There it is. <laughs> You've done it now. Thanks for coming to my Dead Talk. <laughs> um, side note, no photography. How will show up. Again, for me. For no the, Mexicans. <laughs> again, for me, for this match, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted more. You know, just I wanted more. I agree with you. Uh, we got we got a recap of... Uh, more Raven? No, I'm just confused by Raven. It's nice I, to have him get Patton Oswalt to be in an interview tonight. There it is. Uh, we got a recap of SmackDown <laughs> of Angle turning on Triple H and Rikishi. Then we go backstage. <laughs> well, <laughs> God damn it, you know. <laughs> huh? Uh, you know. We're going backstage with Kevin Kelly with Rikishi. Kelly wants to know if Rikishi's worried about Triple H. That's chicken salad all of a sudden. We're turning on him. Uh, Rikishi says he's done everything he can get to get to this point, and the alliance is done, and uh, he's fine with that, and uh, he's going to take the title. <laughs> so uh, ain't that great. Where was this last night? <laughs> right? God damn it. Uh, let's go to our next match. It's going to be China versus Val Venus. Oh. Just a singles match here. It's no for me, Doc. Oh, we already did that? Yeah, yeah. We, we already okay. marked it's that. It's no here. for me, Doc. Uh, don't worry. Uh, China goes after Val in the in, uh, entrance. China hits a DDT for a two. Uh, Val hits a Russian leg sweep for a two. Val does a lot of knees to the guts because can't hit that face. Val with a power slam. You notice anyway. Uh, Val goes for the money shot, but China rolls out of the way. China rolls uh, off the ropes. Runs off the ropes, but Ivory trips her. China runs around the ring, and uh, chasing Ivory goes back in the ring. Yes. And Val hits a fisherman suplex for the win. Four minutes and 59 seconds. After the match, China's going to try and powerbomb Ivory, but uh, Val grabs her and hits the spinning sit-down powerbomb on her. So, I looked it up after I watched this, and it's not, she's not gone anytime soon. No, China, no. But it, but this feels like it, right? You're like, that's a, that's weird. <sighs> I'm that's, that's a weird deep push. By the way, I feel like I'm generous here. I watched it, so I must have felt this at the time. But I have one and a half stars. I feel that's generous. That's generous. One uh, and a quarter. By the way, four minutes and 59 seconds. I wrote, this was not good. Hard mm-hmm. to believe these two were both Intercontinental champs just five months ago. 
Uh, and know what this sets up is an unfortunate uh, China ivory feud that she doesn't want. Oh, that um, it goes for a while. Yep. More on that uh, in March. <laughs> I'm in hot heaven right now. I'm about you guys, but anyway. uh, we get but highlights. You know. We get Mick Foley and Triple H highlights of Hell in a Cell again. We go backstage with Stephanie wanting to talk to Vince. Stephanie uh, doesn't want to talk about uh, uh, her, the personal life, but she said uh, about Vince's personal life. But she says that uh, she's worried about Triple H and the Hell in a Cell. Triple H couldn't uh, walk last time, and it was against one guy. What about tonight against five? Against five, she's scared. As Vince says, she's gonna put a stop to it. Sorry, I just want to be in that locker room right now. We go to earlier today with the dead talk with Kevin oh Kelly God. and Undertaker. Dude, I before you break it down, this was so hard for me to just sit through. Dude, it is coma-inducing when he speaks. I, he's lucky that this dead man character worked because. I don't find him to have very much natural charisma when he's talking. This was rough. I'll just say this about all these promos, all these things, especially this promo goes long. But the pay-per-view is two hours and 54 or 59 minutes, and it's like you can cut at least 30 minutes here with all these interviews. Oh, yeah, if they I'm cut gonna... all these promos, this thing's like 2 to 15. Not only is this boring, he gets facts wrong in the promo, and it bugs the shit out of me. Yep. He gets the order wrong in the cell match. Yeah, the wrong parts at the wrong it time. It bugs the fuck out of me. Well, because it was all about putting himself over as a badass instead of like putting over the damage of the, of He's the like, match. I, 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 th- I threw him through the cage, and then later on, I threw him over the table. Like, no, no, other way, buddy. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, why not? Idiot. Uh, the standing in the ring in an empty arena. Undertaker talks about uh, he has visions of the things that he's done in the cell, knowing what he has to do to win the title tonight. Undertaker wants the feeling he's got in the cell. He talks about throwing HBK in the so cage. I think he was aroused. Yes. In the yeah. cell. Yep. Uh, and he how he made Triple H bleed. They show highlights of them throwing him in the cage, knocking him off the side of the cage. Uh, and going through the table, Undertaker talks about choke slamming Foley through the cage, and uh, throwing him off the cage. They show highlights of that. Undertaker says he likes that side of him, and then Undertaker talks about how he wonders who he will make famous tonight. Can it be him? Maybe. Oh no, he's not taking bumps though. Come on now. <laughs> Although, well, I mean, Angle gives him one later. We'll talk about that in later when we get to there. <laughs> he takes one. Uh, we he may not have wanted to. Well, you know, it's it. We go to Vince backstage with Briscoe and Patterson. As Vince says, he meant everything he said on SmackDown. Um, but uh, he talks about how tonight he's a concerned humanitarian, and he wants the fans to join him on asking Foley to stop the Hell in a Cell match. Vince wants five seconds of moment of silence and wants the fans to stand up, and uh, they don't, and he does like, stand up for me, God damn it. Or I'll rape your wife. Allegedly? Allegedly. 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 This was like 35 fucking minutes of promos, dude. I was like, can we get on with the show? Jesus. Whoever formatted it made a mistake putting all of this shit together right here. Holy hell, dude. It's not as if this card had like a lot of natural energy running already, but it killed whatever it had dead right here. Yeah, because we've, we've done three matches so far, and we're going to get to our next one now. Like, this is where... You need, like, lucha matches. Just crazy fast nonsense that makes well, the, like, you just got to have speed and energy. 
And I don't know if this match well, gives it. Well, version of it's coming next. Yeah, as we get highlights of our, ex- our upcoming matches, it's going to be highlights of how we got here between Kane and Jericho over spilt coffee, uh, allegedly. So our next match is Wait, Kane. Loser has to get vaccinated. Here it is. Vax on a pole. Uh, our next match is Kane versus Chris Jericho in a last man standing match. <laughs> that pop you? <laughs> yeah, that plus it made me think of that joke from Rafflers Roast last night where that dude's like, if this place was any wider, Jericho's wife would ro- storm the Capitol with him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I uh, did not hear that one. Yeah. Also, uh, not wrong. So, you know. Uh, Kane meets Jericho. Mary Dash the Babbitt. Kane meets Jericho at the entrance and they brawl to the back. But guys, we don't have a camera ready, so we have to just pant, wait and awful uh, WCW them. Wait for uh, Jr. Like we're getting a camera back there any minute now. Any minute. You know Vince is losing his shit at, at Gorilla. Any minute. Somebody was fired that yep. night. Somebody had to stop sucking him off under the table so we can go back. Finals going on. But we finally get a camera back there. Uh, Kane throws a moving car crate at Jericho. A, car. <laughs> a moving car. He just picked Jer- up a moving car and threw it. <laughs> what is he, the Hulk? Kane and uh, Kane and Jericho interrupt someone's lunch near a, uh, a pickup truck. As, so weird. Dude. As Kane grabs a shovel and takes a swing at it, but it's misses. Like, what shift you working, dog? Like, yeah, what, like, why are you here? Why is there manure in the back? What's going on why, here? Why are you working at 6.45 on a Sunday <laughs> night? Me, so, me, yeah, help. You need uh, a better union rep. Right, yeah. Jericho and You know, I like Frank Sabatka. And then, then the, both Jericho and Kane beat up Midian <laughs> before they head back to the ring. That's a hate crime somehow. Midian, Just why. Joe, and whoever are always the ones backstage trying to break up the fights, and then they get beat up. Uh, they go back to the ring. Jericho hits the top rope back elbow. Kane power slams Jericho um, on the outside. Uh, Kane puts Jericho in the gory special as Teddy Long counts to three. And then Long does the ten count, but Jericho is going to get up, so Kane just grabs him instead. Jericho goes to the spinning heel kick, but Kane grabs him and throws him uh, to the ground. Jericho then hits the spinning heel kick, goes for the lion salt, but Kane puts the knees up. Kane hits the top rope clothesline. Kane go, uh, hits a, a huge one-arm chokeslam, but Jericho gets up at nine, but you can see him respond to Teddy shaking his head like, okay, I'm getting up. All right, here we go. Uh, Kane grabs a chair and hits Jericho with it. Kane's going to tombstone Jericho on the chair, but Jericho falls off the shoulders and then low blows him. Jericho hits Kane with a head shot with the chair. Kane gets up at seven. Jericho hits a missile drop kick. Uh... Uh, picks up Kane, does the bulldog, puts a chair across Kane, hits the lion salt, but Kane gets up at nine. Kane military presses Jericho over the top rope to the outside. They fight near the stage. Kane's going to choke slam Jericho off a crate through a table, but Jericho stops him and hit, uh, hits a bulldog. They both go flying, and Jer- Kane goes through the table, but the table doesn't really break. It just, like, leg breaks. Uh, Jericho then pushes a stack of barrels that are the stage on top of Kane for the 10 count as Kane's reaching through. So he's really not up. You know, like he's, he's really not down, so Kane's still up in my mind. Uh, so Jericho wins the last man standing match. 17 minutes and 16 seconds. That, that has to be the end of the feud, right? I mean, yes. holy Christ. 
This was uh, boring. I gave it a flat two and a half. Can this feud be over? I get it. These are two over guys for you that you, for some reason, have nothing for. So let's just stick them together forever. Typical WWE, really. Like, I also... And WWE's really bad about it. In last minute standing matches. Not everything has to go to nine. You can get up at four. Like, it's fine. Oh, not only that, but... Like, dude, it just made every false finish stupid. Kind of like as Joe mentioned, I thought that finish was lame back in 2000. And I was like, what are you pushing nuclear waste? Like, what the <laughs> hell is that? And I hated it now still, too. I was like, this is a lame ending. Kane's not really down. He just it's can't get it all the way up. As lame as the Cena chair thing, but yeah. it's lame. But also not enough tractor. Not enough tractor. <laughs> I mean, I thought his tractor was sexy. But like, but really yeah, Kane is legitimately like on his knees or something. He's reaching through the barrels, and it's like he's up. So the match should continue. Even King was like, his hand came through the top. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Even King's like, the uh, match is still going, right? No, no. So what you're telling me is that match is technically still going. Technically. Him and a curse but axle have not been extreme. Do you like Kane's honky tonk, but donka donk? Honky tonk, but donka donk. I only like him on the old town road. There it is. Uh, uh, he stands by your man. I'll just say this about the match. I thought doesn't believe it, it could have it, it been worse. <laughs> it could have been. But I'll give you the two. I, I agree with the two and a half because two and a half, Corey, that's your starting point. Yeah, that's my starting point with pros. Like so. Bonk. Um, like, I'll give it that just because you know, it I'm did around nothing with... to take away, but it did nothing to add. Exactly. It was your milk toast last man standing match. It was this it is was the... a Cody Rhodes ass match. <laughs> yeah. This is their at the time their build up. This is their co main event, but we're not making it the co main event. This is the one we're also going to be uh, getting eyes to, to see it, the attraction of a this last man. This is definitely stand. the second biggest match of the night, which says a little something about the power of the card. Yep. Uh, we go backstage with John the Coachman as he, as he wants to try and talk to Foley, uh, asking if Foley has second thoughts about Hell and Cell. And he's like, after watching what has happened between Kane and Undertaker, uh, Jericho, he does. Um, but then we go to WF New York as one cowboy HBK, Shawn Michaels is there. JR asks for advice about the hardcore match, I mean, the Hell and Cell match. And he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, I was the guinea pig for it. Um, he doesn't, the chest. Uh, he doesn't have Anyways. anything to say since uh, when he was in it, it was one-on-one. There were six guys in this match. So uh, 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 then he says, like, this match is tailor-made for The Undertaker. I love that. JR was like, so what's it going to be like? He's like, I don't know. Never been in it. <laughs> Never been Couldn't in tell you. JR was like, thanks, Sean. Nice yeah, he flew you the fuck up. They fly Sean to do the WF New York thing every time there's a Hell in a Cell match. He does not watch this shit. No. He like, has no... Like, he couldn't tell you the six people that are in the fucking match. Yeah. Besides Taker, who's Bert, in the match? And I'll probably say, besides Taker, and probably Triple H. Those are the only two like, who know. Jesus, man. Because, tri- because Triple H is the guy he texted, hey, who else is in this fucking yeah. match? Who, who, who should I know? Who, sh- who should I know? My God, dude. But, you know, it's just... Who's a, Angle? Yeah. Who's Kurt Angle? Yeah. But I, the only they funny... still wrestling? Jesus. The only funny thing is that... Uh, the end when they're back, they're leaving the cutting the cutting the scene and like Jared's like hey nice hat and like, that one's for you buddy as he was wearing a cowboy hat uh, we got a history of the King of Ring Undertaker and Mankind we see the little highlights of what of like the tournament I was like no, why no the <laughs> him falling off we got time to kill we got <laughs> remember that year when Owen won yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't always kill him let's talk about the Mabel year 
We don't want it's ECW legend to you, sir. That, yeah. Sir, that's taking a big drop. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our next match: the WWF Tag Team Championships, as it's a fatal four-way: Edge and Christian versus the Legendary Right to Censor versus Road Dog and K Crick versus those damn Dudleys, the Dudley Boys. Let's lost doggy style to you, sir. What now? K Crick and Road Dog, doggy <laughs> style. D- Dudley doggy style. Hmm. <sighs> Be a fan. He's showing off that house as we speak. He just did a quick cameo on his phone for this. Yes, he did. Uh, bowl with nice a foray. boot to Devon. <laughs> Look at the lights. Oh, wait, just for one second. Yeah. Hey, bro. <laughs> uh, bowl with a big boot probably to Devon. Looked pretty stiff because they were super close to the rope, so it probably was stiff. Rodog and Bubba do the punching and shimmy to, uh, against their opponents, but then they punch each other instead of Edge and Christian. K Quick with a jumping axe kick to Edge. We get a, we, a big We Want Tables chant. Uh, I don't. Right to censor <laughs> and Edge go after an injured shoulder of K. Quick. You can hear and see Road Dog at one point tell Christian to come over and pull him as Road Dog, as K. Quick's trying to make the uh, hot tag. You, you're going to say, Christian, pull me off. Uh, Bubba with the Hello. hot Bubba with the hot tag. Bubba tosses Edge up and uh, Edge falls across the top uh, rope. K. Crick jumps off the back of the road dog and does a crossbody onto the right sensor, but both of them catch him. As in the good father does a shoulder breaker to K. Crick. Uh, road dog hits a double clothesline off an apron. Stephen uh, then Stephen kicks road dog. Dudley's was up edge as the crowd goes wild. Dudley's grab a table and ram it into RTC and just drop it on road dog's head. Uh, Dudley's hit the doomsday device on edge, but Christian pulls Bubba out of the ring during the count. Dudley's then hit an ugly 3D on Bull because Bull landed on Bubba. Uh, then they hit another one on the Goodfather. Dudley's then was up Christian. Devon goes to the table, but Steven hits Devon with a DDT on the table. Edge spears Bubba for a two count, but then Christian hits the kill switch, and Edge makes the cover for the win. So your tag team champions, Edge and Christian. Nine minutes and 42 seconds. So this is weird. So, RTC was champions going in, right? Yes. Yep. And they definitely needed to lose the belts. That, that's not working. But there isn't a single team in this match that I wanted to win. So, I'm like, um, what what do you do here? What they did? This, God, this sucked, man. Was Is Edge and Christian the safe one? The safe yeah, pick? Yeah, the like, safe one. I mean, they bring it. It's literally a storyline tomorrow. They have, this is their fourth title reign this year. I mean... Christ, dude. Uh, a star and three quarters. This was a shambles, a clunky, uncoordinated mess. Well, let's go uh, backstage with Stephanie as she's trying to talk with Triple H and trying to get him out of the match. You've spent the past, you know, month or three weeks after uh, your uh, flatjack, your pancaking of a vehicle manslaughter. But, hey, you should knock out this match. But Triple H says, no, the title is the most important thing in his life. And it means that uh, you are the best as champ if you're a champion. Aren't they married? Well, according to him, the title is more important. Well, you know. Uh, Triple H remembers the last time he was in the cage uh, with Foley, and uh, it doesn't matter uh, what it takes because he wants to be champion, and that's what he does. This is his life. Nobody will stop him until he is the WWF champion. Then we get highlights from No Way Out again, Triple H and Foley. Then we go to our next match. It's going to be Billy Gunn. Sorry. Sorry, Booble. The one Billy Gunn versus Chris Benoit 
for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. First off, JR, huh, Billy Gunn's wearing two earrings. What the hell does that mean? I've never seen a champion defend a title with two earrings on. Not so subtle there, good old JR. Uh, yeah, he, but he could not let that go. Might as well have called him the fairy Billy Gunn for the rest of the night, the way he was hanging off on that one. He could not oh, let it go. God. Uh, well, he's from Oklahoma. What are you going to do? You know. Uh, Benoit dominates the beginning of the match. Uh, Benoit throws Gunn in the steel steps. Benoit attacks the left uh, leg of Gunn. Jared's like, Billy hurt his rotator cup. Thought Benoit would go after that since that's part of the crossface move. Pointing facts here. Uh, Benoit puts Gunn in the figure four, but Gunn is able to reverse it. Benoit is able to get to the ropes. Benoit hits his three straight belly-to-back suplex, uh, suplexes. He misses a flying headbutt. Gunn does a power slam, then the jackhammer. He hits the famous sir, but only gets a two. Benoit goes to the crossface, but Gunn tries to fight him off. Uh, but Benoit is able to get the crossface on, but Gunn is able to get to the top rope. Gun goes for the tilt world slam, but this is when like Benoit slips out of his hands. But it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but Jared tries to save it by saying that Billy's Billy's leg buckled. Uh, but Benoit is able to get Gun in the crossface. Gun taps. Ten minutes and three seconds. Your new Intercontinental Champion, Chris Benoit. Um, I mean, right guy won. Interesting. It's interesting that they're already killing the the ones uh, run. Well, it's not really going anywhere. Two stars. Where has Billy Gunn's pop went? They must have bummed a ride with his push. How do you contain Damn. Benoit to just two stars? It's impressive. And once again, Corey's uh, star rating starts at two and a half. <laughs> yep. Says my daddy ass. Uh, we go earlier today. Oh, jeez. With Jr. in the back talking with Stone Cold, uh, Austin saying he hasn't slept. He's been drinking coffee. It's the one that didn't suck. He knows uh, what he's getting into. How how much brutality there will be. He's motivated motivated by Triple H and Rikishi, but he doesn't want to get distracted by Triple H and Rikishi. Austin wants the belt. If you're if you're not in the company, and you're not going after the title, what the hell are you here for? I, I will say this. I one thing I liked about this. Is the fact that Austin has a beard growing because yeah, I noticed that it's just like you know he's he hasn't slept he's just you it's know the little things yeah it's the little it's things. the little things that make the the legends legends also he's the only one in this fucking match who has got it from day one and put the mo the match over instead of themselves and what they could do in the match yep. Uh, but this was, I think, I think the best one out of all their interviews. Easily. Of, but yeah, I just love like the small things of what you said. He's putting over the match. He's putting over the fact that he's in a feud with two guys right now. That they're in the match. He doesn't want to get distracted. He's growing a little beard out right now because of the fact that this this is a he doesn't eat. He doesn't you know he can't sleep. Won't sleep. He wants the day to get here as soon as possible. Type thing of like let's go. I want my title. Uh, let's go to our next match, as it will be for the women's championship, as it's Trish Stratus, Molly Holly, and Ivory. Think of those big three, like three names, what they will be down the line, correct? Um, uh, I'll, let me read you this and see if you're not shocked here for this t- uh, t- uh, time here. 
Trish goes for the springboard on Molly, but Molly lands on her feet and uh, runs into a clothesline by Ivory. They, Ivory and Trish double suplex Molly. Trish and Ivory argue and just stand there waiting for Molly to hit the cross body on them. Trish goes to the Frankenstein, but Ivory turns into a running powerbomb. Uh, Ivory then throws Molly to the outside and covers Trish for the win. Two minutes and 12 seconds for these three. Well, good thing we wasted time every for that. Uh, Starting a quarter, well, at least it didn't go long. I expected a little more. Mm-hmm. Disappointing. I agree. Especially with the fact that they're pushing Molly here and then Trish is getting, the, you know, reps in and Ivory's there because, you know, she can be the base of the match and two minutes and 12 seconds. After the match, TNA comes out and grabs Molly, but Crash hits them and runs in the ring telling them to follow them. As TNA gets in the ring, APA returns and beats up TNA. So it looks like uh, APA is back, boys. Let's Yay. see. Uh, we get highlights of Undertaker and Mankind Hell in a Cell match. As Undertaker throws Mankind off the cage. We go backstage with Kevin Kelly with The Rock. As The Rock says he's ready. He'll do anything and everything to get the title. He, he understands what he's getting himself into. He doesn't know who career could end tonight or who will become famous, but he knows that he will bleed, sweat, and whip all their candy asses and get his title back. So another... It wasn't okay. bad. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't... I'll say it's better than... I, I don't mind the this type of promo for him on this type of night instead of a... Uh, the one we got on Raw a couple weeks ago, the goofiness and the, you know, I drink milk and... Then we get a history of how we got to our main event, the six-man hell in a cell. As it's going to be Rikishi versus Kurt Angle versus Triple H versus The Rock versus Undertaker versus Stone Cold for the if WF title. again, another remix of Triple H's music. Yeah. I did. Although I do like the uh, new Taker music. Keep on rolling, yeah, baby. It, oh, it's better than Kid Rock. I so. forgot that the Kid Rock's lasted that long. I'm, I'm I'm okay with this one. I will say this: once I switched from uh, uh, once I uh, switched over to where we watch everything now. Uh, uh, once we uh, once I, when he came out, he came out there to uh, he came out to uh, WWE version, Dead Men Walking. And that's when I was so confused if I was watching, <laughs> if I was on the cock or if I was on the new area. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what the hell has happened? And then, nah, I'm cock free, baby. Yeah. Different, well, but they haven't got the uh, the mix right yet. Yeah. Because it starts with the, the wrong part. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're trying. Remember how long it took for them to get Foley's right? A long time. Foley's, like, Foley's theme now, is it even Foley's theme Right here. Yeah, keep on. Yeah, it starts with the song and then cuts to like the chorus. I'm in the Urban Assault view. It was such a good remix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Angle uh, is waiting on the outside until Austin uh, is. He, Austin Smart. makes the entrance. Austin goes after Angle and pulls him into the ring. It's all chaos, okay? Uh, Rock chokes Rikisha with a cable cord. Um, uh. uh Okay, I have a question here for you guys. How would you guys feel if Angle just allowed someone to pin him? And then Angle gets the rematch. Like, uh, the 
shitty way to get out of a like you hype this match and then he's like one like the finger poker doom he just lays there and takes the pin because that's he doesn't want this match I thought about that. I'm like, what if Angle just took the pin you and just... You could do it on a Raw. You couldn't do it on a pay-per-view. Yeah, you couldn't do it here. With this card, and that's the only match people give a shit about, and he does that, you got a riot. Or and not d- the good riot. Yeah. No. I, riot. It just hit me. I sat through two hours for this. It hit me as this match started. I'm like, what if Angle just took the pin, like, instantly, and he's like, well, I get my rematch, so... Uh, like, honestly, know what it would be? It would be December to December. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Uh, Triple H with a high knee to uh, Stone Cold. He's at high knee. Hi, there it is. Uh, Triple H attacks the, the Austin's left leg by throwing it into the post. Rock with a Samoan drop on Angle for a two. Triple H suplex Austin on the outside. Triple H, uh, Austin then grates Triple H's face around the entire cage. Triple H is now busted open. That can't feel good. Even if There's you're trying no to, way that feels good. Yeah, even if you're trying to protect yourself, no. Uh, Austin grates Triple H's face around the whole thing. Austin then throws Triple H into the ring, but Rikishi leg drops Austin as he's trying to come through the ropes. Rikishi and Triple H uh, hug it out, but then Triple H then pedigrees Rikishi, but Rock breaks the count. Rock DDTs uh, Triple H, but Angle breaks up that pin. That was cool. Angle hits the Olympic Slam on the Rock, but Austin breaks up the pin. Austin then hits the Stunner, uh, but Triple H grabs, I mean, Undertaker grabs Austin. Taker then chokeslams Stone Cold, but Triple H pulls Undertaker off. Uh, Undertaker then throws Triple H into the cage multiple times. Triple H then uh, jumps off the steps into the cage uh, when he gets thrown Uh. into it. Uh, Undertaker puts Triple H on his shoulders and then runs him into the cage. Uh, JR then mentions that this is reminiscent of Undertaker Nate Shawn Michaels with that spot of him throwing the bloody Shawn into the door. Shawn did it better. Yes. Uh, plus, it was outside. I mean, because Shawn's like, you saw the blood fly everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Austin with the Lou, uh, Luthez press on Rikishi. And then Vince McMahon, Briscoe, and Patterson back down the truck that we saw him back. Back it all the way down as they're going to rip the tr- uh, the truck. Ha- Vince has the truck pull the door off its hinges. I- Go ahead. It would be impressive if Kane didn't do that by himself three years ago. <laughs> like That's impressive, but sir. Happy we already G- saw a dude do that. So. But Happy Gilmore did it, too. That was a big red uh, monster. Not the Kane French- accomplished that feat no more than three years ago. Not the yeah. French-Canadian poof. Um, Vincent tries to get the uh, uh, the whole cage brought down by chain- that, baby. by chaining it. However, uh, Foley comes out and they get, he gets an argument with Vince. Foley then attacks Briscoe and Patterson, and he looks at Vince and Vince is going to hit Foley with his cane, but security grabs uh, Vince and drag him to the back. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Uh, <laughs> Triple H gets out. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I uh, I hated this part because yeah. a raw interview segment had broke out in the middle of the main event of this goddamn pay per view. Yep. Yes, it did. Oh, uh, so Triple great. H gets out of the cage, but Austin follows as they fight on the stage. Triple H gets uh, uh, Austin hits Triple H's head on the car hood. Austin then grabs the camera crane and then throws it into Triple H. And then we get the replay of that. I love that spot because I love when they go to the camera angle 
It's so great. Yep. They don't do it a whole lot, which is awesome, which is why it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's unique. Awesome, unique then. Unique New York. Uh, awesome, then. Uh, <laughs> same guy. Uh, awesome, then jumps off one car and does the double elbow, two elbow drop, and then Triple H and flops on the, uh, on the car hood. Oh, on the, uh, the car song. hood. Yep. Uh, then everyone's brawling uh, on the stage. Uh, Austin, Triple H throws Austin. Uh, yep. Throws Austin to a, uh, the back window of the truck. Austin's now busted open. Sh- yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. And he right. Yes. Uh, yes they show, uh, Rock and Triple H <laughs> fight on top of a car. Rock goes to the rock bottom, but Triple H low blows him. And then Triple H pedigrees the rock on top of a car. Rock Ow. is out busted open. Yeah. Although, not the way that others were busted open. Yeah. His was like, okay, Rock. Then, rock. Just, then just don't bleed. Rock was always a judicious bleeder. And like, like uh, again, like, how is it possible that the Rock looks less tough when he bleeds? How is that possible? It's right, right. He does. But he does. So you look like more of a pansy when you bleed. Triple H is hemorrhaging, and the Rock's got a little pap smear on his forehead. Well, look, the next time, because I'm like, could you have a smaller Band-Aid on your forehead? I mean, <laughs> Jesus, right? Undertaker slams Angle's head in the ring bell and then uses the mic to hit Angle and uh damn kid rock. Fuck. Uh, uh, then chokes Angle with it. Uh, Angle hits Undertaker with the chair. Angle uh, stop. Under- Undertaker's busted open. Well, well, because um, Angle just decided Taker was taking a bump there <laughs> because Taker was sitting down, so there's no way to give. He just ate all of that chair shot. Angle swung as hard as he possibly could by dude sitting down. Yep. I'm sure it was a receipt too. I uh, probably. It's it's coming because right? I don't. I mean, Taker probably bladed. I don't think he needed to. I've often you know, Kurt Angle. Jesus, Kurt dude. Angle's maybe the most vocal about hating to take that last ride because it's just all in your head. It just sucks, dude. There's no way, there's no safe way to do it. Which is why I was shocked he gave it to Vince two weeks ago. I was like, damn, dude. Okay. We should have given it a little higher and tighter. Hey, Vince, let D'Lo do it. Yep. Uh, Undertaker and Angle then fight in the crowd. Triple H and Austin climb to the top of the cage. Uh, Austin and Triple H brawl in the cage as Triple H is teasing, uh, falling off the top of the cage. You notice they uh, reinforced it this time. Yes, they did. Angle and then Undertaker then uh, decide to head up to the top. Austin stuns Triple H on the cage. All four men are brawling on top of the cage. Angle is now busted open. Uh, Triple H and Austin then climb off the Taker cage. Because Taker gave him a receipt upstairs with a chair. Yep. Rikishi yeah. tries to get away from the rock by climbing up the cage. Crowd losing it, by ring, the way. Ring bell guy is trying to throw a chair up to Undertaker. Takes a couple tries, but he gets it up there. Finally. Crowd pops when he does, too. Because yeah. <laughs> they're jackasses. Undertaker <laughs> then blasts uh, Angle with the chair. Oh, There's Jesus. a receipt. Ang- uh, Rikishi uses the chair on Angle and Undertaker. Angle then decides, to, I'm going to climb down. Uh, Undertaker and Rikishi fight near the edge of the cage, and then Undertaker... Choke slams him, or just throws him off the tr- cage into the bed of the truck that Vince drove down. Fly, fat yeah. ass, fly! The biggest leap of faith right there, right? Which is crap. It's not even as high as Foley's. Yeah. The truck is higher than the mm-hmm. table that Foley's Plus fell on. All the bar- uh, Plus there was A. It was a we- still, it's a weak bump. But still, that's a big bump to the do. The one just- he took when he jumped off of the cage was worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying it's a... It's the trust fall. The trust fall. I hope that he's got me centered, because if I hit, like, the edge of the truck, 
That's yeah. it all over again, baby. Rock and Austin go after it. Finally, after a while, Rock and hits the spine buster and goes to the people's elbow. But Triple H, he uh, clotheslines the Rock. Rock yeah. clotheslines Triple H. The Rock at- didn't climb the cage. Exactly. <laughs> Smart man. Uh, <laughs> rock uh, then hits the rock bottom on Kurt, but Austin breaks up the pin. Austin stuns the rock, but Triple H comes in and hits a reverse neck breaker on Austin. As all of them are down, Angle puts an arm on top of the rock for the one, two, three. 32 minutes and 12 seconds after the match, Angle celebrates, but Austin stuns him. I uh, I don't mind the way it ended. It makes sense for Angle to sneak away with the title. I don't hate it. The ending was fine. Match at least woke the crowd up. I mean, oh. Jesus. They needed something. I gave it three and a half. Think about the star power in this match. Yeah. I gave it three and a half. Damn, I wanted to like this more than I did. I guess the McMahon Foley theater production right in the middle took me right out of it. Hell of an effort by the six guys in the match, though. I mean, they all worked their ass off. Um, yeah, they tried. I was disappointed. I, I, I would say this about the match. I didn't mind it. I didn't like the fact that uh, we had... Uh, Jesus, Lord. Yeah, the, uh, we, we had the <laughs> McMahon drama in the, uh, in the middle. But I think it was just more of the chaos of the fact, like... Six man, hell in a cell. How are you going to contain them all? Well, we have half the fight at the stage. So is this the fourth cell match? Am I remembering that correctly? Uh, yes. Sean Taker. No, wait. Foley five. Foley five. So Sean Taker, Foley Taker, Foley Triple H twice. Jack. Then Bossman Taker. Bossman Taker at, fi- at fifteen. But you guys are also Snow forgetting. Snow and uh, Bossman. That's. No, I don't care. That's a hell. That's a kill for hell. Kill. No, they uh, before SummerSlam '98 they had a Hell in a Cell on Raw yeah, with yeah. Austin Taker, Foley, and Kane all involved. It wasn't even an official match. I but forgot that it started, never finished, so it counts. But this is the first ever six way. <laughs> yeah, notice it's the last ever six way too. I mean, it's nice. So uh, it's not going to shock you, by the way. I, I told uh, I told little bitch. We were doing this pay-per-view. It's one of his favorite Hell's Level matches of all time. Yeah? Yeah. It's your favorite? No, it's one of his. Oh, his? Huh? Yeah, no, it's not one of mine. It's fine. It had the star power to be. I can't even say they formatted it wrong except for that bullshit in the middle. I think it would be better if they didn't put uh, the, let's tear the cage down spot. I mean, they have to come up with, oh, Kyoto's reference. They have to come up with reasons. To have the door open, but you could have just had Taker and Rikishi fucking brawl through it. Those two are big enough that it would have like explained how the door opened. Do you think it would have been better? They should have paid Triple H money and brought in Lone Nights. He would, yeah. he would have done it. Do you think they would have been better if they did the the McMahon tri- Foley thing before the match? Like exa- example, you like you cut backstage to them backing up and Foley's like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" And then like have that little smudge. Nah, because you had to uh, for what they wanted. You had to explain how the truck got there. The, no, the door mm. had to be pulled off by the truck. Or there's no point. There's the whole point of the truck. Let's do that. Okay. Because I'm just trying to think of a way how there's other ways they can get the door open, but it's just they want no, like that I said, spot. Just have, have Rikishi and Taker like fall, fall through it. Yeah. Their weight combined would have explained why it busted open. Yep. And then boom, they're out and going. Then. 
I mean, Goldberg speared somebody through a cage. Plus, so, you know. yeah. they decided they wanted somebody to take a fall. And, and by they somebody. Just, and Rikishi. Jared Cutter, damn right. Damn right. And they decided. That's right. They decided that they needed to do the truck spot. That was the safest fall they could do. That's what they came up with. So that's why it was I mean, it, honestly, I mean, it's a safe bump. It's, it's fine. I was underwhelmed back in 2000. Yeah. I knew it was coming this time, so I can't say I was yes. underwhelmed now. But I remember the time everybody was talking about, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I found us out the day later because this dude... I worked at Dairy Mart at the time, and this dude I would talk with every night brought in the VHS tape the next Hell day yeah. to me to borrow. So I watched it, and I'm like, huh. Again, like, his his cage splash on Val was way more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's not really Way that more of a holy shit moment. Uh, so, like, this, honestly, I think is, like, maybe my... I mean, it's, like, in the top ten of cell matches. Well, I'm like, saying, no, fair, no, like, I'm but... saying this, like, maybe my second time ever watching this match. The Hell in a Cell. Like, this is my first it's time watching probably it. probably my second time, to like, be honest. This is my second time. This is my first time watching the pay-per-view as a whole. I'm intrigued by what you said. I'm trying to think. I don't... I can't remember a memorable Hell in a Cell for, like, the last I mean, I couldn't years. either, but I just, like... I, by I, process of elimination, it has to be in the top ten. I know like, one. Just, I liked Becky and, and Bailey. That was a good sell. Bro- uh, Brock and Taker SummerSlam, the one they both laugh at each other. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That was on the sell, actually. Oh, well, Hell in a SummerSlam okay. set it up. Okay. So the Hell in a Cell from there. And New Day and, and uh, uh, Usos. Usos. Yeah. So there are a few, but, but... But that's... I mean, they have five a year, so that's not really that much in the last 12 years. Yeah. Right. So, uh, Corey, uh, f- final verdict also, anything you would change? Yes, there is a couple things. I didn't like make a card, but I would split. I'd have the Hardys against Saturn and Malenko. Or not Malenko, but Saturn and Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Have Lita and Dean. Yeah, just one-on-one. I would Get rid give, of Shine and Val to replace that. <laughs> there's no need for it. You just have him attack her on Raw. Yeah, just get rid of that. It's, actually, what they do the next night. Let's do that. Forget the match. I would give Holly and Regal more time. For sure. Yeah. And um, Maybe might put the women's match on Cut Raw. those interviews up. Cut yeah. the interviews. Yeah, yeah. Maybe put the uh, women's match on Raw. There's no need. Uh, well, I don't know what to do about the tag team mess. Um, kind of nothing. It's kind of what it was. Actually, you know what I would have done? I would have taken Edge and Christian out, put TNA in, and have them win the belts. It's the first blood the tag. Be coming then back anyways. The like, yeah, that makes sense. That'd have been so good. That's fresh for the tag titles. Uh, Benoit needed to win against Guns to just do the match, get it over with. Uh, Honestly, I probably just wouldn't have done the sell as a six man. The, the right guy. I went. wouldn't have done the sell. Period. They're starting the match. Jesus Christ. I. Do you think Angle should have won? Yeah. Keep it. He's obviously they have. Here's the bad part about DF. Sometimes this is what they do. They use the world title as as something to give somebody when they don't have them in important feuds. And right now they have plans for Triple H in Austin. The mm-hmm. Rock's a big star. So let Angle hold it in an undercard type. And they do that a lot. It doesn't really make your belt worth that much, but it keeps people busy, I guess. <laughs> I'd have had Austin and The Rock team up here, on pay- make you pay for it, on pay-per-view, against Triple H and Rikishi. Rikishi. And I would have... Um, Angle and Taker? Angle Does and Taker again... Off? In a it's probably some gimmick match, but yeah, a gimmicky match, but not hell in a cell. Brother Eric can Cass- come back. Get match. 
Because you could have Eric in the casket, surprise taker. I mean, yeah, there's a way to gimmick it. Because I mean, Taker doesn't win those matches, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't casket match. Why not? Uh, it makes sense with Armageddon. Do you have a final verdict, though? It was surprisingly better than I remember, but that was an incredibly low bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but feel free to skip it. I mean, I guess you can watch the Cell match if you, if you really dig Hell in the Cells, but even then, it's not worth it. Um, the attendance for this was 14,920. That's um, a smaller arena. Um, 11,924 paid. Uh, the arena actually, in theater wise, can fit 1,900. Uh, in. Uh, yeah, in stadium, it says 47. So, um, uh, live gate was five hundred seventy-three thousand nine hundred ninety, while merchandise sales was eighty-three thousand nine hundred seventy-seven dollars. Healthy, healthy. Yep. Um, the uh, buy rates go thus. Here we are. Uh, uh, last year's got a point nine four. WCW Mayhem, point twelve. This year's... My God. Yep. This year's uh, Armageddon, 1.15. Makes sense it would go up. It's a, it's a big draw out of that card. They put... Well, here's what they did. And I don't know why they felt the need to do this right now, because their business is not... Well, it's fallen a little bit since they moved to TNN. But it's not hemorrhaging. But they put their six arguably biggest names. Rikishi's a, you know, an asterisk. Yep. But they put arguably their six biggest names in a match. That always draws. Yep. When you put all those guys. And then they also added the Hell in a Cell, which at the time was a certified draw. So they really fucking Survivor's, Survivor's, bolstered Sur- this. Survivor Series got a one. So it did go up. So, of, so that's uh, it's 12 pay-per-views for them because I don't count the UK ones. Yeah. Did they do a yeah, one they? over every single, on every single pay-per-view this year? I got you right here. Uh, what's the first pay-per-view of the year, Corey? Jan- well, it's Royal Rumble, dude, January. I know. 1.58, 1.20 for No Way Out, 2.0 for Mania, 1.62, 105, 119, 104, 140, 150, 131. One for Survivor Series and 1.15 for Mario. They did a one at least for That everything. is bananas. That's a successful. That's, that's a real good year, uh, dude. This um, it's their biggest, their most financial it's their, year, right? It's their, be, it's their best year. Right, there you um, go. They did a one every review, and up until lately, it is you know, a they fell upwards now. But I mean, change. What was the highest for WCWs? Um, give me one a second. Point four. Um, <laughs> I got you right here. God. WCW. Uh, for this year, they did a one every. Favorite What's year. their first favorite of the year, Corey? Sold out. Sold out. There we go. Sold out. Two thousand. Where are you, you son of a bee? There you are. Point two five, point one five for Super Brawl uncensored. Point thirteen. <laughs> Spring Stampede is a point two seven. Point fourteen for Slamboree. Point twenty for Great American Bash. Bash the Beach is a point two five. Point eighteen for New Blood oh Rising. God. Point sixteen for Fall Brawl, point one five for Halloween Havoc, point twelve for Mayhem. The last time they went over a one was Starcade ninety seven, uh, right? Super Brawl oh. uh, nine. nine, one point ten, February ninety nine. 
They went from Starcade ninety eight for a one point one five to a point seven eight, point one ten, and then we go down after that. So their highest was a point two seven for Strength Stampede. Yes. Would. Was that their best card of the year, Corey? Fuck no. Remember that? That was when every title was held up and they had 87 <laughs> matches on a three-hour pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Um, Notice the next month was a point one two. <laughs> so a lot of people watched Springtime. People was like, fuck this. Yep. Holy shit, dude. So let, I, I, since I like doing it, I'm bringing up, I'm gonna, uh, bring up last year's card for Armageddon. Uh, as Al Snow defeated Tess in a heat match. <laughs> Uh, the Acolytes defeat the Hardys and the Hardys to determine the number one contender for the tag <laughs> titles at Rumble. Kurt Angle defeats Steve Blackman, so in one year he's the second match to the main event. That's Miss good. Kitty defeats BB, Ivory, and Jackie in an evening gown pool match. And then shows her titties. For the women's yeah, match. For the women's title. Shout uh, out to BB. The Hollies defeat Rikishi and Viscera. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Uh, Val Venus defeats Bridge Bulldog and D'Lo for the European title. Kane defeats X-Pac in a cage. Jericho defeats China for the Intercontinental. Rock and Sock Connection defeat the Outlaws via DQ for the tag <laughs> titles. Big Show defeats Boss Man for the, hi- for the title in three minutes. And uh, Triple H defeats Mr. McMahon in the main event when Stephanie turns heel. Oh boy! So, uh, Starcade, it's not. So let's go. I'm looking forward to Starcade for watching these last two weeks pay per views. Let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start it off with best match. Well, I, I mean, well, 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 so there's, so there's, I mean, do you disagree? No, no, no. <laughs> did you pick uh, Ch- Val versus China? Uh, I did for the upcoming match. For something. Yak match of the <laughs> night. Val versus China. Val versus China. Val versus China. <laughs> Who is your MVP? I'm at Kurt Angle. Snuck away with the belt. Just uh, straight kayfabe reasons. Snuck away with the belt. Yeah, now we gotta go, Kurt. Uh. I went with Austin for the promo he cut. The uh, <laughs> for, for, for the promo he cut and the fact that you know it's Austin and he did good. Austin was the, my second choice. Yeah. The only one who really pulled Cared me into that tried. match. Yeah, he yeah. pulled me in. That promo on Raw. Made Taker me pulled me the match. fuck out. Oh my yeah. god, you've done it now. Uh, who's your Jabra, uh, motive? China. China. Mine is. Uh, <sighs> Your time has come and gone, China. Mine's Rikishi. Mine's China. When when you're facing Val Venus for the 400th time in two years, and half of it was for the title. How weird. But does she not seem like her time is just done? It's done, yeah. yeah. And it's so close after the Playboy shoot. I mean, she should be right hot right now. Well, like, you well, know, they, they, know how to, they know how to kill, them, uh, kill oh, that you're heat. You're not kidding. This is the last gasp. Uh, so, guys, WTF. I still don't understand. You're white hot. You're killing your competitor. Your TV hasn't dropped that much. What was behind hot shotting all this crap in the main event to pull a buy rate? Like, you could have just taken this easy 
and still wiped the floor with Starcade coming up. Easily drawn a point eight five and had a great pay per view. Yeah, you didn't have to because yeah, star power match is unique, but that undercard was a slog to get through. Holy fuck! Mine is sort of related to that. Uh, this was basically a raw on pay per view. Until that last match. Yep. I mean, these yeah. long-ass talking segments, the matches that didn't matter or have time, they just... Limo showing up. It was uh, Yeah, this the was... The didn't start out with a promo. Uh, my WTF is the idea of, hey, let's try to tear down this cage by having a truck do it. You know, like, just in... Kind of killing the buzz for the... The 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 buzz of the, of the match, you know, the, the flow. Of it just going like, okay, like Vince is going to be Vince. And once again, it's that weird thing of watching Vince on uh, back in 2000 and basically going, yep, this is happening to you right now. <laughs> this is happening right now, my dude. Not good. So this brings it into our fourth out of five pay-per-views. We're almost done, guys. Almost done. We're almost done. Hell month is almost done as we're moving on to WCW Starcade, the last WCW Starcade. I know I'm in the minority. That might be true. But after the last two weeks, I'm looking forward to a WCW pay-per-view. I told Booble this. (laughs) I actually enjoy... (laughs) I enjoy watching the Nitro and the Thunders. Like... Even though they're not going to be the best show of the week, I enjoy watching them. I It's huh. that point of... I do. They literally put me to sleep. I have to constantly restart the show because they're so boring. I don't okay. find them boring. Well, certain, certain matches Certain things boring. are boring. But certain things. But, mm. Certain things are boring. But, like, I, I miss just, Russo. I will never say that. Uh, no, I'm good. No, I, <laughs> I... For me, it's just saying, like, you know, I'm looking forward to this Starcade. That's like saying I want hemorrhoids. Bingo. I love hemorrhoids. Uh, well, I hate more power too. I just look forward to Nitro just because of the fact that he, you don't know what you're going to get. I will admit, Thunders have gotten a little rougher now that they're taped the same night as Nitro. Yes. Because the crowd is That's rough. Bad. Yeah. So uh, so coming up here next week, our fifth and final pay-per-view for the year 2000. Might pop champagne. Jesus. As Starcade. Starcade. 2000. And in, in a lot of ways, it's almost the end of the year anyway, since the TV is interesting for the rest of 2000. Mm-hmm. It could be the end of the year for one WCW in a way. Turner uh, was like, shut it down. Uh, so we're taking <laughs> some uh, weeks off. Uh, so coming up here next week on the pay-per-view War Stories will be our final pay-per-view of the year for both companies. WCW, Starcade. Uh, then we're going... Uh, come back to us upcoming week as we'll be doing the Monday Night War Stories in the midweek as we mark out No Cell upcoming on midweek for the Starcade for our final one, guys. We're almost there. The push. Summer's there. Um, you can find us at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right. NoSellEntertainment.com where you can find all of our blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias, the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter, uh, send us a request where if you want us to watch something. Thumbs up, thumbs down, comment, bad comment, good comment. You know, anything. anything call that, us names. Call us names. Yeah. Uh, send us teasers. I don't know. You do whatever you want. Send uh, us money. Send us money. There you go. Uh, you can uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Baby. 
And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.